Weekday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. Health Suites with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Health Suites on Money FM 89.3. Today I speak to Dr. Raj Vikesh Tiwari, Associates Consultant at Sunkang General Hospital about the various types of cancer that fall within urologic oncology and the available forms of treatment for the respective conditions. First of all, doctor, welcome to the show. Perhaps you can give us an overview of what falls into urologic oncology. Good afternoon, Clarissa. Thank you very much for having me on this show. Uh, yes, urologic oncology is essentially looking at cancers related to the urinary system. Mm-hmm. So that's the kidneys, ureter, bladder, prostate, mm-hmm. urethra, and the testicles, and the penis. So this works for men or...? Yes, partly some of the organs are male only. Right. Prostate and mm-hmm. the testicle. Mm-hmm. However, the kidneys and the bladder we, we, are yeah. pretty much for both sexes. Yeah, we, we all have them. Yes. <laughs> and hopefully we get to keep them. Hopefully, hopefully. All right. Now, what kind of cancers uh, related to this field are the most common, most prevalent in Singapore? You know what? Uh, that's a fantastic question, Clarissa. What I'd like to start off by saying is cancer is the second largest cause of death in Singapore mm-hmm. currently. Right. Based on Singapore Cancer Registry data, 35 people every day are diagnosed with cancer in Singapore. Of some sort. Of some sort, that's right. right. Amongst men, prostate cancer is the third most common cancer mm-hmm. with a rate of about 13% with the kidney and other urinary cancers coming up to about 3.8% at the 8th most common cancer level. Okay. Prostate yeah. cancer is actually quite scary because the incidence of prostate cancer has been increasing rapidly mm-hmm. over the last decade. I have spoken to um, an oncologist who said that of prostate cancer, but said that it was still pretty much in an older age group. Is that also younger patients that you're seeing? That is correct. We are seeing, I mean, majority of patients are still much older in age, mm-hmm. but we are seeing patients who are being diagnosed younger. And often these patients have a family history of mm-hmm. prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, much research has been done on the genetic background behind prostate cancer. And now, lately, they found a linkage with the BRCA gene, the BRCA, BRCA mm-hmm. gene, which is common in breast cancer. Right. So we are seeing more of this testing that's being done for genetic aspects of prostate cancer currently. Okay, so that basically means that a man could get his um, prostate cancer from the fact that his mother had breast cancer. Correct, that is correct. So there is some concern in such patients who have a familial linkage of breast cancer Mm -hmm. or BRCA mutations that they may need testing for prostate cancer in the male relatives. So it's not just the dad that you look at anymore. That's right. Unfortunately, That's right. it's on both sides. It That's could right. it could occur on both sides. Yes. Okay, so that is quite frightening. Yes. And you're saying that actually uh, urologic cancers are on the rise and quite common. That is right. So the data shows us that prostate cancer incidence was about 9.7 per 100,000 patients in 2008. Mm-hmm. And over five years to 2012, it rose to 28.5 per 100,000. That's a three times increase in just four to five years. Okay, what's causing this rise? That's is a it a change question. in lifestyle? Yeah. Are we eating the wrong things? Yeah. Are we not exercising enough? I think it's twofold. One is that we are tending to pick up the cancers earlier and better. Mm -hmm. So biopsy techniques have improved, MRI scans are getting better, the resolution of these cancers is getting better. The second thing is that I think it's a disease of affluence. Mm -hmm. We see in the West, in the more industrialised countries, the rates of prostate cancer are very much higher. 
while in other Asian countries that are developing, the rates are much lower. Singapore seems to be heading towards the Western kind of incidences of prostate cancer with the rates increasing with time. So can we narrow down what these influences are? Is I think it our so. food? Is it, you know, are so. we drinking more? I, I think it's a disease of affluence. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably lack of exercise, a very high cholesterol, high calorie diet, mm-hmm. a sedentary lifestyle. All these may contribute. But of course, we are living longer now. Okay. Our patients are aging. So when you live longer, as you know, age is a common risk factor of prostate cancer. You tend to have more likelihood of having prostate cancer. Okay, it's interesting that you brought up that it's also a question of being diagnosed earlier. I, I, again, we go back to some of the other oncologists I've spoken to when we were talking about prostate cancer. Because you're talking about gentlemen in their salad days. Uh, not in their salad days, in, in their later years. So from yeah. like mid-late 60s onwards, in yeah. fact, 70s. Yeah. And a lot of them, by the time the cancer is found, there are other things that they could pass from rather than the cancer That is itself. absolutely right. That is absolutely right. So we often say most patients die with prostate cancer rather than of, of prostate, prostate cancer. cancer. That's a common saying and that still holds true. Okay. For the most part, most prostate cancers are low risk or intermediate risk and most of these patients don't die from it. Mm-hmm. But of course, when you have the high risk cancers or the metastatic or what we call advanced stage 4 cancers, patients would die from those cancers with a life expectancy of about 5 years for hormone sensitive metastatic group of patients. Okay, so with with this whole group, you're talking about different cancers, bladder, kidney, prostate and such. The survival rates different as you yes. go through so the different ones? Yes, so urological cancers are mixed back generally. Mm-hmm. The kidney cancers may have different risk factors from the bladder cancer, which right. has a different risk factor from the prostate cancer. Right. But generally, what I would say is the most common is prostate, but the most lethal would be bladder and urothelial because bladder and urothelial has a higher mortality rate. It is also higher morbidity rate, meaning it makes the patients have to re-admit to hospital more frequently. They get fresh blood in the urine. They may get blood clots in the urine because of the bladder tumour, and that can really have a very bad effect on their quality of life. And it makes the cost of treating them even higher because they have to keep readmitting to hospital and they need to spend a lot of money on those resources to actually treat those cancers over Okay, a long what time. about diagnosis? Is it easier, harder to okay. diagnose? So again, the diagnosis of the cancers differs on their location and mm-hmm. where they come from. Most of the time for prostate cancer, it's through a PSA test, which is a blood test. Right. Bladder cancer, on the other hand, is diagnosed mainly when a patient comes in with symptoms. You do a scan, you may find it, or you do a cystoscopy, which is an endoscopic procedure under local anesthesia, which is done in five minutes where a camera is inserted under local anesthesia through the urethra to visualise tumours in the bladder. Right. So that's how bladder cancers are diagnosed. So even the diagnosis is a little bit invasive. It is a little bit invasive. However, it's done under local, and I would say it's minimally invasive. With very little risk and morbidity. To Spoken the like a doctor, though, yeah. not like a patient. <laughs> <laughs> now, I ask about the different diagnosis because it's also a question of prognosis. I, which is the most survivable, survivable cancer in this group? I think if we look at survivability, then prostate cancer generally of the lower risk mm-hmm. would be pretty much the, the highest survival risk because, as I said, most patients die from something else right. rather than of this cancer. Mm-hmm. I think 
if we look at if we look at urology as plumbing of some sorts. Right. And and well, I say is. that you know they say orthopedics is carpentry. They say urology is plumbing. And why mm-hmm. is it plumbing? It's essentially, is water works. Right. Water or urine is produced in the kidney and drains out through the ureters, mm-hmm. bladder, and out of the body. Right. So when you have tumors or obstruction of the urinary tract of some sort the plumbing gets blocked. Right. And when that happens, complications develop in the patient. Sure. You know, with the bleeding, their blood count may drop, the plumbing can get blocked either at, at many levels and when that happens, the kidneys can get impaired as urine backs up in the kidney. Mm-hmm. So kidney impairment is another problem many of our patients have to deal with. Mm-hmm. The chronic bleeding and of course, the tumours can also metastasize, meaning they can spread from the primary side of the tumour to a distant site at another organ and they can cause issues when it metastasizes also, and that affects the lifespan of the patients. Okay, which basically means it's it's not pleasant any way you look at it. I think I, I, I wouldn't like to paint such a, a de- depressing picture of the cancers. Sure. I think in the modern era with, with improved diagnostic modalities, improved scans that are being done, better access to medical care, mm-hmm. our patients actually can be diagnosed at an early stage should they have these cancers. Okay. The key message I would like to give is that the patients must recognise what are some modifiable risk factors which they should try to modify and change. And the patients who have a higher risk than the average patient should recognise that they are high risk and come forward to seek medical help. Okay. So you said that some of the patients, it's, it comes down to history. There's a history of prostate cancer in the family. There is a history of breast cancer. So if you are a man, even if you are in your early 30s, knowing this of your family history, you should be looking out for yes. signs. That is a good point, Clarissa. You see, so big urological associations around the world, as you know, prostate cancer, so common, have come up with guidelines of how to manage what we call screening. Screening mm-hmm. is checking of an asymptomatic population or mm-hmm. a population with no symptoms for cancer. Right. And in a patient with a family history of prostate cancer, we would advise them to go for screening, or what we call a PSA blood test, above the age of 40. PSA screening is still quite a controversial topic because in patients who have no family history and no risk factors, you would generally only perform it when they are above the age of 55 and that too with consultation with the family Mm -hmm. and the patient because of the pros and cons of PSA screening. Okay, so at that point, what would you recommend to a a gentleman or, or anyone really because some of these cancers do affect women as well, right? Kidney, bladder. Yes, of course, yes. What do you think we should do to make ourselves healthier, keep the, the our risk factor as low as we can? Yes. So the best thing I can advise is to control what the modifiable risk factors are. Of course, what is not modifiable is your age, your gender, your ethnicity. These things cannot be changed. Sure. But what can be changed is smoking habits, dietary habits, potentially regular exercise, consumption of certain carcinogenic materials, all these can be modified and should be reduced. Mm -hmm. Of note, certain occupations, patients who are exposed to oil and gas, hair dye, aromatic amines, are at high risk of bladder cancer also. And if they are indeed exposed to these lines of work, they need to be more cautious about having the symptoms of blood in the urine and coming forward for testing. So they should be more wary of any changes that they see in... In liver function, it not in kidney liver, function, in kidney yes, function yes. in in some and bladder of blood in the urine. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, if somebody has any one of this these urologic cancers, and they don't do anything about it, they don't come to the doctor, they they are not diagnosed with it. What is the worst case scenario? Of course, as in any cancer, cancers 
if they are aggressive enough mm-hmm. will grow and uh, very aggressive ones grow pretty fast and they metastasize and when they metastasize to distant organs they don't become curable anymore right it is exactly to prevent things like this that actually Sengkang General Hospital urology department as well and working with the medical oncologists and radiation oncologists have started uro oncology multidisciplinary clinic mm-hmm. we've been running this over the last one year we run it once a month and in this clinic patients with complex cancer problems who require care from different specialities from the oncologists and the radiation oncologists as well as urologists see all all three specialists at the same time and their decision making is faster the access to care is faster translates to a cost saving for the patient because they only come to clinic once mm-hmm. and they initiate their therapy earlier mm-hmm. they don't have to travel up and down too many times and they can bring in their entire families with them and the family can speak to all three specialists at the same time right. this gives a great amount of reassurance to the sure. patient and the families because it's I'll, most frightening when you don't yes, know what you're absolutely, dealing with absolutely cancer is a very stressful diagnosis mm-hmm. for a patient to have and, and even for the family to manage so when they have several doctors there with them who can discuss and give their expertise on the different aspects of cancer treatment, they feel more reassured and there's a, a higher level of patient satisfaction. Okay. Now, I've spoken to different oncologists specializing in different cancers. Now, the one consistent thing I'm hearing from all of you is with the, with the new treatments, with the, the better early diagnosis, in general, your chances with cancer are much better than they used to be. Yes. So I, I suppose then the, the takeaway message here that we cannot overemphasize is make sure that you are diagnosed early. You know, yes. look out for the signs, go see your doctor early. If the, the earlier you're diagnosed, the better your survival rates. That is right. The earlier diagnosed, the better survival rates. Be compliant to medical treatment when, if you are diagnosed and treatment is given to you. Mm-hmm. But even then, I would say for patients with advanced cancer, all is not lost. Medical care has improved tremendously over the last few decades. New treatments are available that can improve survival even in patients with advanced final stage cancers. Right. Things like advanced metastatic prostate cancer, advanced renal cell carcinoma with metastasis can all be treated with newer novel agents that are available. Things like immunotherapy, things like hormonal therapy, which are advanced and these help to actually show survival benefit in this group of patients. The multidisciplinary clinic affords us an opportunity to allow patients to be recruited into clinical trials that provide these expensive uncommon medications like immunotherapy to the patients at a, at a free of charge cost mm-hmm. where they can actually obtain it and actually improve their survival chances at a reasonable cost because many of these drugs are newly, di- newly uh, invented and they are extremely expensive to be put on. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Raj Vikesh Tiwari, Associate Consultant at Sengkang General Hospital for coming in and talking to us about urologic oncology and the available forms of treatment for the respective... Basically giving us a better idea of what all those urologic problems and cancers could be. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.